Please stand with me if you can for the reading of God's word. This evening we will be reading the Gospel of John chapter 1 verses 6, 7 and 8. Gospel of John chapter 1 verses 6 to 8. There came a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. May God bless the reading of his word. You may be seated. This last Monday, I had to redo my whole outline on this passage. The reason I looked at the first sermon I ever spoke, the first one I spoke, that was in 1976, two weeks after my, our marriage. A friend of mine who was the pastor of a church in Broomfield, he was a classmate of mine in Denver Baptist Bible College. He was 15 years older than me, but he was a pastor there. He told me, you want to come and speak this evening, Sunday evening service. I told I will. Only when I got there, I saw the name of the church. It was called Free Will Baptist Church. It is not there anymore. This pastor was a good friend of mine, good person. And uh, I thought, what I'm going to speak on this Sunday. So I worked all week. Actually, I was studying the Gospel of Luke at the time. And uh, I was studying that week Luke 7 about that centurion. I made a simple title. There we read this centurion, centurion had a servant or a slave who was very close to him. Then the elders of the Jews sent people to Jesus telling him, you should heal the centurion's servant. The centurion is very good person, but more than that, he is worthy whom you should do this. The centurion was a Gentile, but the elders of the Jews told, told Jesus, 
this centurion is worthy that you should do this. Then later on we see the centurion sending people to Jesus. It doesn't say he himself went there and he told Jesus, I am not worthy that you should that I should come to you. Also, I am so unworthy that you should not even come under my roof. Others told he is worthy. But he himself told I am not worthy. Later on, we read Jesus talked to this man, then he told, I have never seen this kind of faith, such a faith, not even in Israel. Three opinions about the same person. Others, the Jews told, he is worthy. He himself told, I am not worthy. But in Jesus' eyes, he was a man of faith, I'm sure he counted him worthy. Three opinions. Then I thought, well, I am going to follow the same approach when talking about John the Baptist. What John the Apostle the writer of this gospel thought about him. What he said that we can see in these three verses. Then, what did John the Baptist? In the gospel of John, he is not called the Baptist. He is the witness. He is a witness. What did John the witness or the baptizer say about himself. Then thirdly, the most important one, what Jesus himself, Jesus say about this man, John the Baptist. Then one more thing, what did the people say about John the Baptist? In these three verses, Apostle Paul says clearly what he thinks about John the Baptist, who he see. Just three verses. He starts by saying there was a there came a man sent from God. Dear brothers and sisters, in fact, that's all we need, we need to know. John the Baptist, he was a man sent from God. Anytime somebody read this passage for the first time, might think, oh, these verses are out of place. 
He had been talking about the word. Talking about the light. Talking about the life. The creator of all things. The eternal God. The second person of the Trinity. Then all on a sudden, he's saying, there came a man. Sent from God. There are so many things mentioned in the scripture about this job. In Isaiah chapter 40, we see the prophecy concerning him. In the book of Malachi, we read about him. Then we can see what the angel told his father Zacharias about him. All these things. He was special. Even in, the mother, in his mother's womb, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Zacharias, he was filled with the Holy Spirit and told everything about him. And in fact, in the Gospel of Luke, it says in the appointed time he started his ministry, everything about him. But, dear brothers and sisters, he was a man. What a contrast. In verses 1 to 3, 1 to 4, we see the deity of, deity of Christ. Who he was. He was from the very beginning. The uncreated one. The one who created everything. But here is a man sent from God whose name was John. Even the angel told his parents what should be his name. All through the Bible, we can say special people God sent to accomplish his purposes. All through the Bible, we can see Moses. When God wanted to send a man, he sent Moses. And we can see Jonah. God wanted to send him. All through the Bible. And here he says, There came a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light. In the word witness, that word is found 33 times in the Gospel of John, but only two times in the Synoptic Gospels. 33 times. He came as a witness. In fact, we know in Luke chapter 16 and verse 16, we read, the law and the prophets were proclaimed until John. He was the last 
of the prophets. After 400 years, during that time there was no prophet, no revelation. John came to the scene. He was the last prophet. When we look at all the prophecies concerning John and everything we see about him, we will say it is a good resume. But the no most important one was he was sent from God. And his job was he came as a witness to testify about the light. His job was go and tell people here is light. There comes the light. Some people might wonder why we have to say that. In the morning when the sun rises, we don't run around and say, there is light. There is light. In fact, a couple of months ago, my wife and I, we went to Glenwood Springs and we went to a cave called a King's Cave. We were about 50 feet according to a tour guide under the top of the mountain it, there were plenty of light but he turned the, all the lights off for a minute it was so dark and he told I, we are, I'm going to turn the lights on nobody said there is the light there's no reason to say that then why John had to say, tell everyone, here is the light. Here is the light. Point at this light. The reason people were in unbelief and they were blind. They were blind. They could not see. They, in their unbelief, they were totally blind. Somebody had to point them, lead them to the light. That's what they did. There is a verse in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 11 about John the Baptist. Jesus said, Truly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not arisen anyone greater than John. This is what Jesus had to tell about him. Truly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not arisen anyone greater than John. Does that mean he was greater than Moses? Jesus said it. 
up to this point, there was no one greater than John. Yes, he was greater than Moses. Was he greater than Isaiah and Jeremiah? Yes, he was greater than Isaiah and Jeremiah. But about Ezekiel and Daniel? Yes, he was great. Hard to understand. He was greater than all of them at this point. How can that be? John MacArthur says this. He was the greatest man because God chose him to perform the most important task to that point in human history. Being the forerunner of the Messiah. He was the first to announce publicly that Jesus was the Savior. He was the first one. Here we read, He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. That is the purpose. In fact, that is the objective of the Gospel of John itself. We read in John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31, Therefore, many signs Jesus also performed in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these have been written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. That is the gospel objective of this gospel, Gospel of John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him, through John. I was looking at a message by John Piper on this message. He said this, actually two points in his sermon. He said, to be a witness, witnessing, that is a necessity. That is a necessity. And the second point he says is, our testimony or our witness is a great not, N-O-T. I didn't quite get it at first time. Then I looked at why he said that. Because if you look at what John the Baptist, the witness said, I am not Elijah, I am not a prophet, I know the Christ. Then here, John the Apostle says, at the end of this verse, he came, there it says, he was not the light. Our testimony is a great note, according to John Piper. That should be the attitude of every minister of the gospel. Our job 
is to be laser-focused on the light. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. It is not about me. It is not about the church. No. It is all about him. It is everything about him. It says, testify about the light, so that all might believe. It didn't say all will believe. It says, all might believe through him. Dear ones, as believers, <coughs> that is our job, to point people to the light, not to ourselves. These days, if you look at churches and ministers and preachers, their main focus is to point people unto themselves. Their main focus is to point people unto their church. Their main focus is point people their, to their music ministry. Their main focus is to point people to do all the charitable work they do. That's what we can see. But here says, John was laser focused. He says that all might believe through him and he was not the light. Remove any kind of doubt. But he came to testify about the light. That is the whole purpose of his coming. To point people to Christ. John the Baptist, his ministry lasted only two years. Only two years. And he never did a miracle. In the Gospel of John, the word miracle is not used. It is used with the word signs. Sign is used. S-I-G-N. Because always a sign is always pointing to something or somebody. It is different from a miracle. Here he says, he was not the light, but he came to testify <coughs> about the light. Dear ones, our God is not only a saving God, but also he is a sending God. He is the one who prepares people. He was, is the one who gives the message. He is the one who appoints the time. He is the one who appoints the place. He is the one sending people. And he is still on in that send, sending business. Send people. <coughs> John's purpose was to testify to the light. We read in Second Corinthians chapter four, verses three to six. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In those 
in whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving, so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves but Christ, Jesus as Lord, and ourselves as your bond servants for Jesus' sake. For God said, Light, light shall shine out of darkness, is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. This is mainly spoken to the apostles, but it's true about us too. So the purpose of the witness is that he will tell the truth and tell what is so and what he heard. This is a legal term, witness, which is used in the court of law. What does, it, what does a witness do in the court when he is called to testify? He doesn't just sit there. He tells the truth. That is what John the Baptist did. Tell the truth to the dark world. That is by preaching, the witnessing. If we look at the synoptic gospels again, another difference. They are the word, instead of word witness, it is preaching, preaching. It's always preaching. In Matthew, he was preaching. In Mark, he was preaching. And Luke, he was preaching. But when we look at John, witness, he was witnessing. In Romans chapter 10, 14, we read, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? How will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? How will they preach unless they are sent? Unless they are sent. Here, here we read again, Testify about the light so that all might believe through him. Dear ones, what should we do? We should preach. We should testify. These days we hear people say, Oh, if you help others and live a good life, an example, oh, that will bring people, people to Christ. That's not what the Bible teaches. We have to tell others. We have to point others to Christ. Tell them Christ died for his sins. Repent of your sins. Accept him as Lord and Savior. We be briefly so what John, the gospel writer, said about John the Baptist. And we mentioned what Christ said about him. And then I want to look at what the people who heard him 
say about John the Baptist. There we can see John chapter 10, verse 41 and 42. Excuse me. 41 and 42. Many came to him and were saying, while John performed no sign or no miracle, yet everything John said about this man was true, and many believed in him that is in Christ there. I think we should carefully look at that verse. To ministry for two years, he did not do any miracles. Dear ones, he was not a miracle worker. He was a truth teller. Here we see a good example to follow for ministers of the gospel, preachers and teachers. John did not do any miracles. Here he says signs. But the people are saying everything John said about this man was true. Everything that John said. That's why John came to testify about the light <coughs> and lead people to Christ. And the people said, everything he said was true. Dear ones, these days we can find more miracle workers than truth tellers. As the minister, as a minister of the gospel, that is the responsibility of each one of us. To tell the truth, then people will believe. It says, yet everything John said about this man was true. Everything. He was, is the lamb that take away the sin of the world. He is the light. He is the truth. He is the way. He is. Everything he said about him is true. This evening, let me ask you. Is that what we see these days? Everything about Jesus? What we hear these days from pulpits? Are they the truth? No wonder people don't come to Christ. Our job is to tell the truth. Here we can see a model for the gospel ministry. It is not doing the miracles. It is to tell the truth. Here he says, <coughs> many believed in him there. It doesn't say all believed. It says many believed. Our job is to tell the truth. That is the job of every minister of the gospel. I want to mention a few things about John the Baptist. He was bold. He was not afraid, not even for his life. The Gospel of Mark chapter 6, verse 17 to 18, we can see he's telling to King Herod, you took your brother's wife 
That is not the right thing. Because of that, he lost his life. He lost his head. We can see the boldness of the apostles in Acts chapter 4 and verse 20. They were bold. I want to remind each one of us, including myself. First, I want to ask, how bold are we when telling the truth? When sharing the gospel? That's what John did. Like I mentioned, he even lost his head because of that. This man changed so much. Jesus said, up to that point, no one was greater than John the Baptist. It is not because there was prophecy concerning him. It is not because of his parents. It is because of the message. And what he did. He was pointing people to Christ. He was telling the truth. And another thing, he was humble. He did not try to bring people to himself. He said, he must increase, I must decrease. It is all about Christ. Nothing about me. <coughs> Not, nothing about us. He knew his role. He knew his role clearly and he was focused on it. He knew he was not the light and his mission was to testify about the light so that everyone might believe who Jesus was through his witness. There was witnessing means to open our mouth and tell others clearly who Jesus is. And what he did. And it is very hard to believe that his ministry lasted only two years. But he did what he was supposed to do. He did it faithfully. He did it boldly. He did it with humility. And he was faithful. You know, people might have thought, oh, this man is crazy. Because he had a strange diet, strange clothing, and he was telling everyone, there is a light, follow him. But let me ask you something. the first disciples that followed Jesus, they came because of his preaching. Those disciples came, followed Jesus because of his preaching. When we Point people to the light and tell the truth. People will follow Jesus. Let him be a good example to each one of us. In these three verses, 
and in the other passages, we have a clear model for the Christian ministry. For each one of us, let us do our responsibility faithfully with humility, with boldness, and let us focus on the message that God has given. And then we will hear one day, good and faithful servant. May his name be glorified. Our gracious, loving Father, we thank you for the example of John the Witness. Father, we pray that our greatest responsibility is to preach the gospel and point people to the light, to Christ the Savior. Help us to do it faithfully. We pray in the precious name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.